Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. A friend of mine recently uh, mailed me a couple of videotapes, and these videotapes are old VHS tapes that he recorded off of MTV of uh, videos. And he sent them to me because he knows that I have right above my head right here a VCR, which is connected to my computer. And uh, it allows me, I have a Hapage video capture card, and that allows me to capture VHS tapes into the computer. Now, uh, you, you may know on, on my normal YouTube channel, on YouTube forward slash uh, Rob O'Hara, I have a playlist there of VHS commercials, which are commercials that I have pulled off of uh, VHS tapes. Right here, uh, I have a stack of VHS tapes that I was just going through. These are um, actually, these are uh, ones that belong to our family that I've been digitizing, but uh, there's uh, never a shortage of uh, videotapes. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. There is a shortage of videotapes. Why would I say there's never a shortage? Um, there's um, the the kind of videotapes that I'm normally interested in are uh, ones like this. Let me grab this one off the bottom of the stack here. Where this is, a, first of all, this is a super old style uh, cassette holder. Uh, I mean, you could look at it and see this is not a modern uh, VHS tape. But then when you look on the side, um, and this uh, actually is one from our family, but it's Star Wars. And then I believe my, my dad recorded this off a of TV and then uh, took all the little peel-off labels that used to come with VHS tapes and put this. So this is the kind of tapes when I used to go to thrift stores that I would always jump at. I mean, if I saw a tape that... Uh, this is one that I got from a thrift store, but if I saw something like this, you go, Oh, what is that? And you look and then it's got handwriting and you go, Oh, what is this handwriting on here? And so this handwriting on this particular tape says health video, November, 2004. Uh, and then it has uh, four people's last names written on here. And, um, it actually has, they say what their school is on this tape. And this is a, uh, a homework assignment that they did for like some sort of, um, uh, PE class. It was very, it's very funny. It's like a 10 minute skit that a bunch of kids made about being healthy and stuff. Um, actually, uh, you know what? Just cause I'm a nice guy, not because I think anybody would do anything. Uh, I will cover this up, but on the top of the label, if you can see that, it has uh, their first names and last names. So I did look look them up, and they're all on Facebook. So maybe someday I will I'll upload that 
to YouTube and then send them a link. But anyway, um, so those are the kind of VHS tapes that I typically look for. But the problem is, is that the mainstream uh, thrift stores don't carry those. Like Goodwill doesn't put those kind of tapes out. Goodwill only puts out store-bought tapes. Um, I think Salvation Army only puts out purchase tapes. Now, um, Habitat for Humanity, their restore place, uh, they put out those. There were a couple of um, like independent thrift stores that were near me that used to put out tapes like that and they all went out of business. Um, so sometimes I'll find them at garage sales. Um, actually I find them a lot at estate sales. I just don't go to very many estate sales. And of course the dream is, um, what is the dream? <laughs> I think the dream number one is finding, uh, I think that the top tier dream for me would be finding videotapes from the eighties, which is tough to do. Uh, that would be off of local broadcast television because you're from that, you're going to get commercials from the 1980s and possibly local commercials that aren't archived, uh, anywhere else. Right. So that, that would be probably the top tier. And then anything after that would be stuff from the eighties or nineties with the commercials intact. That's, um, you know, you find a lot of tapes where people tape two or three movies off of, of HBO and Unless there's the interesting filler in between the movies, it's just not that great to have a, a HBO copy of a movie that I probably own on DVD or Blu-ray. Um, anyway, so I've, I've gone down a rabbit hole. That's why I have uh, the the VCR setup. That's not why I had it uh, to to uh, uh, archive our own personal home videotapes because these VHS tapes just don't last forever. That's just, um, they are analog and, and they are slowly dying. So anyway, uh, what I was going to show you today is, uh, two videotapes. Now, when I started setting up my movie room, I was coming up with different ideas that would be like fun display ideas to show off different things. And one of the ideas I came up with was a, some sort of shelf when you would go into the movie room and it would have like my top 10 favorite movies of all time but I didn't really know how I was going to make that display. Like, was I going to print, print them on paper, make a poster? So I don't know, but it, it just that idea of like, Hey, you're coming into my personal home movie room. And these are the movies that, that represent me. And, uh, so anyway, it hit me one day I was at a thrift store and I thought, you know what, what would be a cool idea is to get VHS tapes of my 10 favorite movies. And actually I think nine would work better and you could do it in a three by three grid or something like that. But, um, you know, that, so that kind of became the idea to, to get my favorite movies on VHS. And then you start thinking, what are my favorite movies? Well, one is star Wars and I have star Wars on VHS. Um, so that would be an easy one. But I don't have a lot of my favorite movies on VHS. So then once I came up with the idea, I started looking for my favorite movies on VHS. Now, spoiler, you could go to YouTube or not YouTube. You could go to eBay and I could buy all nine of them probably in one day. But I don't want to spend $10 for movies that I'm not going to watch in a format I'm not going to watch them in uh, just to display them. Uh, my idea was, hey... 
when I go to these thrift stores like Goodwill and, and other places that have store-bought tapes, I'll look through the tapes and see if any of my favorite movies are in there. And if they are, I'll pick them up. And then that would be the idea for the display. So I kind of, I didn't, I didn't really have this, whatever this top 10 movie list was. So then I started thinking, you know what? It could just be 10 movies that I really like. Um, so it didn't have to be like my all time favorite list that never changes, blah, 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 whatever. No, it could just be a display of like, here's a three by three selection of VHS tapes. that when you walk in, you're like, Oh, that's cool. You know? And you, and every one of those movies would be like, I love that movie. I love that movie. That movie's a classic, you know, all movies, uh, th that I enjoyed, uh, slight sidetrack. When I set up the uh, poster pie, which is the Raspberry Pi that shows movie posters on a giant flat screen television, it, it basically emulates having movie posters hanging on the wall because it changes once a minute. I love it. Uh, but I have different collections of movie posters that I put on. Um, actually, the pie reads the posters from a folder on my server. And so all I have to do is change the posters that are in that folder on the server and reboot the pie and the pie reboots on its own every night at midnight. And it rescans those files and builds its, uh, display list based on what's in that folder. So if I'm, if I'm having a horror movie night, I, I have a folder that's just also the, uh, the should, the script scans folders and or directories and subdirectories. So, what I can do is I have this folder that's like poster pie, right? And I can drag everything out of it and I can drag in a folder called horror, which I have made a folder called horror, which only has movie posters of horror movies. And I could drag that in there, reboot the pie. It rebuilds the list and then it just shows the horror things, right? Well, I have one called, um, my favorite movies. And I mean, it has three or 400 posters in there. And that's the one I normally leave in there and I drop and drag that one in there. And then instead of having to delete files and this, that I just go to my windows server and I pull the one that says horror out of that directory because I have a separate, separate directory where I store them all and drag in the one that says favorites and reboot the pie. And now it's, uh, just my favorite movies. But, but, um, I set personal, I don't know what you want to call it, guidelines of what goes in the favorite one. And everyone that's in the favorite is a movie that I have to say, okay, I've seen this movie X amount of times and I can talk intelligently about that movie. So normally the favorites is the one that's in there. When people go in, they look at it and they go, oh, it's Cannibal Run. And then I go, oh yeah, Cannibal Run. And I can tell you the plot and I know who's in it and I know, you know what I mean? It's so there's ne like, I have a folder that's, that's called like all movies or whatever. It has like 15,000 movie posters. And when I put that one in there, when you go and look, you'll get folders. I mean, you'll get, you'll get movie posters of movies I haven't seen. I mean, they, they look cool, but I can't talk about it. Somebody will go, what's that? I go, don't know. I haven't seen it, you know? Uh, so the favorites one is that. So anyway, uh, that was the idea of the display of the VHS tapes was, uh, that they would all be movies that I could say, that's one of my favorite movies. Like any movie that was on this VHS display, when you walked in would be a movie that I would say, if someone said, you want to watch that movie right now? I'd go, okay. 
<laughs> and it's one that I'd be willing to throw in um, and, and immediately watch. So I kind of started making this mental list in my head, like Tron is going to be on that list. Um, Blade Runner is on that list, and I have a copy of Blade Runner on VHS. So I had this kind of list percolating in my head a little bit, um, and it, it's more the type of thing where it's not like I go, well, well, it was. <laughs> I should strike that. There were movies like Blade Runner where I go, I'm keeping an eye out for Blade Runner. So if I see Blade Runner, I'm going to buy it on VHS and that will go on the display. But a lot of it was just like, I'm just going to keep an eye open. I'm just going to be watching and uh, kind of one of those situations where you go, I'll know it when I see it. Like I'll go to the thrift store and when I see uh, you know, a movie on VHS, I'll be like, that's going on the list. Right. And I even thought, okay, cause if you know me, I'll like, I'll build this display to hold nine movies, but I may have 20 or 30 on VHS. And then I could switch them out, you know, just cause that's who I am. Uh, so anyway, one of the movies, one of the very first movies that had to go on this list is 1983's war games. Now, uh, I could talk about war games for a long time. I could tell you an awful lot about war games. If you subscribe to this Patreon, uh, I suspect you are familiar with war games. Uh, at least uh, peripherally, you've probably seen war games. You know uh, that Matthew Broderick is a, a hacker and he almost starts World War III because he wants to play games and he dials into the Whopper. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. When War Games came out in 1983, I was 10 years old, and we had just got our Apple II. Now, I've talked about this before. It's not an Apple II. It's a Franklin Ace 1000. It was an Apple II clone, um, but it replaced our TRS-80. It came with a monitor. It came with disk drives, which our TRS-80 did not have, and it came with a modem. Now, whenever you first get your modem, there's a funny scene in the movie. It's not a funny scene. It's a running joke in the movie Hackers where the one uh, kid who's kind of a poser, I think his name is Joey, um, but the whole time he's like, I need an alias, man. I need, you know, I need a name. I need an alias. And he's like trying so hard, you know, and that was kind of a real thing <laughs> back then uh, where it was like you had to pick an alias that represented uh, who you were, you know, and there were some really bad ones. I mean, I remember so many, like there was a guy named the rad dude and there was, you know, the surf man and, um, uh, you know, just all these different, really bad, um, aliases. Um, and I, because we had this Franklin ace, I picked the name Robbie Franklin because everybody knew me as Robbie when I was a little kid. And I was like, oh, I have a Franklin computer. And so I was like, I'll be Robbie Franklin. And everybody was like, that is a terrible alias. First of all, nobody knew it was an alias. They all just thought it was my real name. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's really an alias. And they were like, that's a terrible alias. Of course, and, and I do want to remind you in this story, I'm 10 years old. Uh, so, I, you know, not the best judgment. So then I was like, I need to come up with another alias. And this was right when War Games came out. And I was like, I'm going to be David Lightman. David Lightman is Matthew Broderick's character uh, in War Games. 
but it's also not a good alias because I mean, if you think about it, it it does also sound like a real person's name. <laughs> you know, it's not any better than Robbie Franklin. So, um, the following year, just to wrap up that story is the following year is when the movie cloak and dagger came out cloak and dagger, um, starred, uh, uh, Henry Thomas, the kid from ET and Dabney Coleman, who also is in war games. He is, uh, the guy that, uh, uh he's in charge of the whopper, the, uh, the war computer, you know? So I always like Dabney Coleman. I like Dabney Coleman, uh, in war games because he wasn't really the military guy. He was the computer guy. So he was, I've always kind of thought of myself as kind of that, uh, a similar role in life because, you know, his duty is to the government and the computer system. So that's his, that's his priority. Um, but he does understand the hacking kid. He does relate a little bit to Matthew Broderick, you know, and so uh, he's kind of like the interpreter. He's the guy that goes to management. And he goes, hey, this is what's going on. And, but then he understands what's going on on the computer side as well, right? And so, um, and I mean, for a long time, that's kind of what I did <laughs> at work. It was a, a similar similar role. Uh, but anyway, so like I said, to, to wrap this part of the story up, uh, is Dabney Coleman went on to star in Cloak and Dagger with Henry Thomas. And as you may know, his character in that movie was Jack Flack. And so instead of uh, sticking with Robbie Franklin and instead of becoming David Lightman, I said, you know what? A cool name is Jack Flack. And so I picked the alias Jack Flack uh, in 1984. And I have been going online by Jack Flack or just Flack uh, ever since. Actually, when I got on IRC, the internet chat in 1994, um, it would only handle eight characters. And so you couldn't put, and it wouldn't take spaces. I don't think it would take spaces. So you couldn't put Jack Flack with a space and you couldn't put Jack Flack without a space, uh, because that was nine characters. And so I just, uh, I tried different, um, variations, uh, for a little bit. I tried Flack 405, which is my area code. I tried J Flack, which I never liked the aesthetic. I don't like the look of it. And finally I just dropped it to flag. Now there are other flags, um, online. Uh, there's somebody that owns, um, uh, flack.org and flack.net. <laughs> I've looked at trying to purchase those over the years. Um, and there's a flack guy that has flack on Twitter. Anyway, going down a rabbit hole. So that's, that was kind of, um, Boy, I keep watching my mic levels and they keep maxing out, but <clears throat> um, hopefully this uh, this all turns out. But anyway, that's a different story. Cloak and Dagger is a different story. But kind of, uh, I mean, the first mainstream thing that I saw that, you know, I felt like got who I was and what I was doing was, was war games, you know? And uh, of course, Matthew Broderick in the movie is a little bit older than I was. I was in third grade when war games came out, but here's this high school guy, um, you know, who's trying to change his grades, <laughs> does change his grades by dialing in with a, uh, or changes his girlfriend's gra grades by dialing in with the computer and all this. In fact, I was such a fan of uh, war games that David Lightman, if you can see in the, the screenshot that's up there, uh, he is wearing a blue hoodie with a green 
uh, undershirt, a green t-shirt. I have that outfit hanging in my closet right now, right now. Um, I have always had a blue hoodie and, uh, I always have a green pocket tee. And, um, many years ago we had the opportunity to hire Kevin Mitnick to come to our work and speak about social engineering. It was right when he was getting started with his, um, current business. So we, we got it in and a, a really good opportune time. <clears throat> and also, um, my wife was the person who got to pick the uh, presentation and the speaker. So that worked in my favor. And, um, uh, when we, uh, when I met him and I had got to hang out with Kevin Mendick for a couple of days while he was in Oklahoma, I was his chauffeur and I was his, uh, um, uh, at work. Like I had to be with him. Uh, because it was a, you know, federal property. And this was one at the time, one of the most notorious hackers <laughs> in the world. And so we couldn't just let him run around, um, unabated. And so, uh, anyhow, so I got to spend a lot of time with, with Kevin Mitnick, um, inside work and outside work. And, um, and we still occasionally talk and, um, uh, but his business took off and he went on to, um, you know, had a lot of success in that. Uh, but we do, we do still occasionally exchange uh, pleasantries online. Anyway, uh, when I met Kevin Mitnick, I wore that outfit. I wore the green t-shirt and I wore the blue hoodie and he did not get the reference. And I was like, it's the David Lightman outfit from board games. And then he got it. He was like, that's funny, you know? Um, but, uh, I mean it, that movie just made such a huge impact on me. I mean, and, and then for what I was doing on computers for the next five or 10 years, uh, and it made, made a, um, uh, big impact on a lot of people, my age and, and, uh, you know, everybody, all kinds of kids and teens that were into home computers and stuff. It was a, a big deal. So the reason why I'm giving you this very, 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 very long winded, uh, introduction into all this is to show you that when I, um, decided to, to build this, uh, little project, one of the first movies that I sought out <clears throat> was this one. Uh, this is war games on VHS. Uh, and, uh, what I want to find, there's a reason I'm looking for this. Um, this is copyright 1983 FBI. Don't copy this. Um, this says VHS, but I'm looking for a date. I probably won't be able to um, find it on here while I'm looking. But uh, <clears throat> traditionally, the the movie War Games. I don't know if it was always like this. I think it. I think it probably was. Um, but um, the the font. So War Games was in all capital letters, but the W and the G were bigger capital letters. Uh, so this is the way that the font was originally. And, uh, uh, and it's all one word. So whenever you see war games, it's, it should be written as, as one word, I suppose. Um, but then on the front of this, you've got MGM, uh, slash United artists and, uh, the war games is at the top. And then the pictures that are in there in the middle there, uh, this part up here, this is uh, whenever he goes to NORAD and this is all the displays of the war games. And then at the bottom here, 
uh, we've got Matthew Broderick looking into the computer playing uh, the game. So that this is, uh, you know, kind of tells you the story. This is the kid at home. He's on his computer. This is the war game that's playing. And then it says uh, war games. So anyway, if there's one thing that uh, you should know about me that all my friends know, actually, if there's two things, one is that I love to tell stories and two is that I have a terrible memory. And so it's very likely if you've been around me more than a few times that I will tell you the same story. I have actually had a very real fear of doing the same podcast topic more than once, which is why I track all of the topics uh, in a spreadsheet. And I started at one point trying to track all the stories that I told on each podcast podcast for that specific reason. And I never finished that. And it has come back to bite me a few times. I know that I've repeated myself on podcasts. So anyway, like I know that I've told the story about Robbie Franklin, but that's okay. Cause we're, we're just chatting for uh, Rando Rob time. So anyway, uh, the reason why I say that is because then I went into a thrift store one day and I was looking around for movies that I thought I would love. And I found one, I found a tape that would go on my display and it's this <laughs> war games. <laughs> and as you might notice, the logo is down here where it says war games, not up here. Uh, and it has this big silver thing. Uh, the, other than that, the front artwork looks good. And so, yes, uh, I forgot that I had purchased war games and then I purchased war games on VHS, uh, a second time. Now, the funny thing about this is that I never finished the project. I never built the thing that would display the movies and I stopped buying the movies for the project. So I really only have, as I look over there, I have Blade Runner. I have a skateboard video that probably wouldn't make the cut. And two copies of War Games. Uh, I do know that there have been some. There's the collection of, uh, is it? Titan no, or Jerry Maguire or Titanic. I can't remember where they, uh, the, uh, something awful people have, uh, um, no, not something awful. That's a different group. Everything is terrible. Uh, who they have built like, uh, air, you know, they, they're buying hundreds and hundreds of thousands of the same VHS tape. And so I suppose I could do a display just of war games tapes and I could buy every variation, uh, of war games tapes and put them that wouldn't be very exciting to look at. Uh, so anyway, the first thing I will say is that, um, I'm going to say that this one, even though it has this big silver thing. So I used to think that this one was newer, but now that I'm looking at it here, I think perhaps it's older and I'm, and here's why I'm going to say that. Uh, and that's why I was looking for a, a publication date. But as you can see, well, first of all, it has this logo, which I don't know if this is a newer or older way. I feel like this is older, looks older than, than that. You know, like this would be an older style. But also if you look at the bottom of this one, uh, it says VHS and it says Hi-Fi uh, Stereo. But uh, this other one, has the uh, it says hi-fi vhs or whatever but above that it has the logo for uh dolby 
don't know if you can see that. It says Dolby Stereo. So I feel like the green one might be, oops, uh, might be the newer uh, release. Like they re-released it. Uh, the one with the white font on the side, uh, which is uh, this one here. Uh, you can see it only has one pull-out picture. And the other one has three pictures. So this one just looks a little bit more dated, I suppose, than the other one. So I'm not really sure. I guess I could look up for uh, look up on release numbers or something and try to find out. Um, although they both have the same MGM number. It's M2002. So 200-293. So, but that doesn't really help us because they both have the same same number. I guess we could look at the the two tapes. I don't know. But you know what? This one says MGM slash United Artists. And this one, no, they both say MGM United Artists. So I don't know. I don't know which one's newer and which one's older. I suspect, I may have to get to the bottom of this mystery, but I suspect that uh, the one with the, the white... Uh, writing on the side is uh is the older of the two so anyway um so i started uh to sum this up i started a collection of vhs tapes for a display of my favorite movies uh i own i ended up purchasing three tapes for that collection and this is two of them <laughs> war games and war games <laughs> so it turned out to be a very small collection uh, I am behind as always. I'm always behind. I'm behind on everything. Um, I do have a good excuse though. A lot of times I'm behind because I'm being lazy or, uh, because just cause I haven't got around to things, but I'm, uh, behind on, on podcasts at the moment because I've spent most of Memorial day weekend, uh, laying inside an empty cargo van that I've been working on. So, um, I may have to add over in my little plug things on the side for Sprite Castle and podcast.robohair.com. I may have to add the um, bigrobsvan.com. Maybe I'll add that as a, as a sliding ad that shows up on there. Um, I know the van stuff is not for everybody, and I said that I'm going to stop talking about it on Rando Rob and on my podcast, so I will. Um, but it is... Uh, consuming an inordinate amount of uh, time and energy at the moment. And I haven't even really got started. I'm still in deconstruction mode. I'm still taking things out of the van and getting the van prepared so that I can put things in the van. So if you want to find out what's going on with the van, go to bigrobsvan.com. Uh, if you don't, and you want to find out what's going on with me, just go to robohara.com. And if you want to see the latest podcasts or check out old episodes of podcasts, go to podcast.robohara.com. I have sitting on the screen in front of me the script ready to go for Like a Doss. Uh, and so we will be doing Like a Doss today. That will be coming out today, period. That will be coming out today. And then hopefully... I can move things along, so by the end of this week, I will have the new episode of Sprite Castle as well. Uh, I, I I feel bad for old poor Cactus Flax. It's it's uh, in the background, and it's just because, I don't know, I'm just having... Uh, there's two things. Number one, when it's the fourth, it's the one that gets bumped, because when things bump, get pushed back, you know, push, 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 the one that's at the end of the list gets bumped. And number two, I'm just having a hard time getting excited about it, because it's reviewing old machines that I don't own anymore, you know? And so it's just talking about things. Every single one ends the same way. Well, I enjoyed that and I sold it. <laughs> so 
I will eventually uh, finish that one, but um, until then, uh, uh, I'll be keeping on with Sprite Castle and and you don't know Flack and Rando Robin, uh, and I every every day I fight every uh, ounce of energy to make myself forget about starting a van podcast. Like every time I think about it, I punch myself in the head and go, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> There's plenty of them out there to listen to, so I'll listen to them. And uh, listening to them is better than doing them. So anyway, um, thanks, you guys, for all the support. Of course, ho- again, I hope you had a safe, most importantly, and enjoyable Memorial Day weekend. Like a DOS will be coming out later this afternoon. And uh, I think that covers everything. So thanks for jumping in. And I will be uh, talking to you all soon. Oh, yeah, I'm going to post this later on Patreon. But I think I figured out a way to do a live chat with patrons only on YouTube. So that might be a thing. <laughs>